like, you know, you you were like nonstop sports tweeting for the past week. Like maybe this should become, we used to be politics, but maybe we need to be sports. Yeah, we need to change the name maybe. <laughs> to what? Oh, no, I, I think know. Polini perspective is good. It applies to yeah, politics. Yeah, it still applies to everything, right? Yeah. Everything. Everything. Yeah. I mean, what a great sports two weeks. Just unbelievable. <laughs> okay. Like in what way? I have no clue. Aside from the World Cup, obviously. World Cup has been amazing. College football is fantastic. Uh, just, you know, just fun, fun, fun. Well, okay, obviously, um, you know, U.S. men out of the World Cup. What would you think of last out. Saturday's game? What are your thoughts? Co- co- I mean, I've said this. The coach needs to go. Uh, and why is that? What did you – because I did – I saw you tweeting about that. What specifically – Dan uh, well, uh, says – Several things. Okay. Several things. One, you know, he started Ferreira in the Saturday game – against the Netherlands. <clears throat> he hasn't played since I believe it was October 16th. He's an MLS forward. And I hate to pick on the MLS. They're very good tier three players. Like if you're starting in the MLS, most likely you cannot start for either the top tier premier league and or the second tier, probably the third tier, maybe which would be league one. Uh, I thought he should have started Aronson. Aronson plays in the Premier League. He plays for Leeds United. And he's played against Virgil van Dyke, who is the main center back for the Netherlands. Okay. So I'm getting in the weeds here. But uh, they had their chances. They didn't convert. Uh, but, you know, maybe this is a little, you know, harsh or cynical, but... They didn't get any further than you than they should have, right? They, you know, right. I mean, listen, That's it's the USA team, and everyone's like, "Congratulations!" And it was a great run, and yada yada yada. Bullshit. They scored three goals in four games. They only won one game, and they didn't get out of the final sixteen. And by the way, they were seated second in their group, so they should have gotten out of the group stage. They did nothing extraordinary. Listen, it's a I, you know I was rooting for them. It's great. They're young. They need a coach that can maximize this generation of talent. He's not the guy. He's an MLS level coach. Period. End of story. And you know his his brother is the COO of U.S. Soccer Federation. Again, is there any nepotism involved? I don't know. You know, he got him back to the World Cup through qualifying, which is not a significant accomplishment, but he did. And you know what? Once again, they don't get out of the final 16. Only one time, I believe in the last, since 1930, they have made it to the quarterfinals, and that was in uh, 2002. Okay, and so, what do you what do you hear? Are they are they seriously talking I, about know, firing him? Yeah, nobody knows. Okay, they they have to fire. They have to. He needs to go coach an MLS team. They have to fire. Greg Berhalter is not going to get the U.S. men's team. See, the U.S. men's team's also it's tough, right? The European teams have. You know, and the South and the, and the South American teams, they have Euros, 
and they have Copa. They they have big tournaments. The U.S., unless they qualify, they don't get those big biannual tournaments leading up to the World Cup. Plus, MLS is still on the weird schedule. Honestly, I wouldn't have any MLS players on the team. I just wouldn't. Maybe one or two as, as, as backups. My goal would be in four years to start everyone who's in Europe or – well, yeah, because I would think they're used to it and they've played against all those players. I mean, that's Herrera like- looks so lost in that game. So lost. And uh, anyway, so unfortunately they're out. But having said that, it's been an amazing World Cup. Yeah, you got six of the eight teams already in. By the time this podcast gets posted, it'll be eight of eight. Uh, I mean, right now you have the who's who of soccer, right? Getting through Brazil, Argentina. Netherlands, France, England, Croatia. Uh, so, you know, it's, you know, the creme. Yeah. The la creme, I guess, rises to the top, right? Yeah. At the, at the end of the day. I do think Morocco, who's playing in about 20 minutes against Spain, I think I've picked that as the upset. I think Morocco beats Spain to get into the final eight. They're a very good team. Okay. Very good team. So we'll see. World Cup's been great. So you're saying, I'm sorry, you said Dan said what well, about? Uh, Dan basically agrees with you that the U.S. men's uh, coach was outcoached. Outcoached, 100%. Uh, way outcoached. Didn't make the adjustments that needed to be made at halftime. Of course, they were already down to nil, I think, at halftime. Yeah. And then they did score one. Uh, no, I think Dan feels the same way about, like, he's not the guy. And I don't know what the de- I mean I don't know what the delay is. You no, know, he and- may have been the right guy after the failures of 2018, um, but he's not the right guy going for it. There's too much talent, and you you know you saw it on the field. Their midfield, their midfield, Adams, Musa, um, and um, uh, McKinney are so good. So good. Dan, What Dan's right here. Dan, what's the deal? Are they going to fire the U.S. men's uh, head, co- head coach? What's the deal? I'm not sure if they're going to fire him. He might not. Uh, come, in, oh. come into the frame here oh. with Patrick. Hi, Patrick. Hi, Dan. How are we doing? Uh, I don't think they're going to fire him because they really don't have a good candidate right now to replace him. And he might not even want to come back because I don't know if he wants to do another four years in that job because it's not a – if you want to coach, it's not really a job that you actually do a lot of coaching. It's a lot of administrative work. Yeah. So I'm not sure yeah. who they're going to find. My, my hope is that they keep him on for like two more years. And then when it's time to build up, uh, they, they, they bring in someone new. That's yeah. my hope. So my, that's what I, I, I think maybe keep an on for a year and then bring Jesse Marsh in. See, I I'm don't think sure. Jesse, Jesse Marsh doesn't want the job yet. Yeah, I know. I wish he did. So but do he's I. Such a good coach. He he is he's the one of the best coaches in the world. Who who is he? I don't I don't have a clue. He, he's an American coach. Okay. Uh, he's coaching Leeds United in the English Premier League right now. Okay. And he's and why the hell is he coaching for England when he could be here? He's coaching professionally in England. Professionally, oh, whatever. Club team. Yeah, club and team. Making and probably making very good money. Yeah. And, and that's why he like for him to step away from Leeds to coach the U.S. men's national team would be a step down. And he's a young he's a young man, relatively speaking, as a coach. Yeah, I mean, technically, but you've seen it before with, you know, the coach of the Netherlands now and some others. 
I guess it depends on where Leeds is at the time and what he's and what he's doing. But no, but Burhalter's not the answer. We agree in that. He I he for as as much crap as I would give him, he has done some good things. Yeah. But the reality is he he accomplished the minimum amount that was needed. That's what I just said. See, Dan and I, you know, Dan and I are like we're saying the, you know, it's like we're twins. We're saying the bald, bald and beard. Same barber, same barber too. Same barber, same. Yep. You know, my beard's a little thicker, but than yours right now. But you know what? You have you you're have in a baby. Cold, you're I, in a colder you know, climate. You can you need yeah. a thicker beard. Uh, you, you have a baby. I don't. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we're saying this exact same thing. He he might have been the right person after the disaster of eighteen, and uh, but now he th- this there's too much talent. There is, and I hate to say it, if you can't hire Jesse Marsh, I hate to say it, we probably need a foreign coach yeah, who can actually that. foster the talent that's around him. Yeah, that midfield is, you know, they're so good. Yep. I mean, if they don't get injured, they could be your midfield for two more World Cups, most likely. Maybe three, who knows? But, I mean, that's really stretching it out. But they're, they're that good. Yeah, they're good. So. Okay. All, right. All right. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for that highlight there. Hey, Dan. Dan, oh, I got wait, one Dan more question. <laughs> yeah, you got to join the podcast oh, sometime. All right. Well, I'll bring a chair in. Who's going what to win? Uh, who's going to win the cup? I can't hear him. Who's going to win the World Cup? Can you hear from uh, me? Brazil. Wow. Brazil. It's going to be Brazil and France in the final, and Brazil Ooh, will win two to one. You have France beating England. That's a that's. I wish France didn't have to play England in the final. I, I, I mean, in the quarters. It's a little anticlimactic. Uh, England is starting to get its personnel right uh, with with players, with, with bringing Foden in and um, not relying on Mason Mount in the midfield. But they France is, France is clicking, um, and I don't know if they have an answer for Mbappe with his, with his, with his ability. Yeah, so interesting. But Brazil, top to bottom, is as solid as a team as it comes right now. Oh, they're they're playing so well right now. So, uh, yeah, we'll save. All right. Okay, thanks, Dan. Right. Thanks for your. <laughs> All right, so now that we've completed the World Cup portion of the podcast, yes, there you go, there you go. All right, and, bore, and bored that. everyone to death. No, I think your fans like soccer. I think they like sports. Let's, yeah, I think so. Well, well, wait a minute. Go on about what you were like going on and on about college football on your. Um... Yeah, so listen, I think they did. I think my, my rants on college football historically revolve around the Final Four uh, without getting too complicated. So obviously, you have four teams who make it into the college football playoffs. Georgia was a shoe in even before they played their conference championship, as was Michigan because they crushed Ohio State in the uh, Michigan-Ohio State game on the road. So there's two spots left. Okay. Several teams were in play. USC, who played in their conference championship against Utah on Friday night, they got crushed. So they're out because they had two losses. So now you're down to TCU, who is 12-0. Ohio State who didn't get to play in their conference championship because they lost by 23 points to Michigan the week before. Alabama, who has two losses, but very close, lost in overtime to LSU and lost on the last play of a field goal to Tennessee. And if it wasn't for a very questionable pass interference call, which I believe Alabama should have won that game. So 
TCU goes to their conference championship at 12 and 0. They have to play Kansas State again, who they already beat during the season. Uh, they lose in overtime. Very tough game. Okay. Could have went either way. So TCU is now 12 and 1. Ohio State is 11 1 at home. Alabama, 10 and 2, sitting at home. So, you know, there was some concern that they put Ohio State in and Alabama over TCU. I was ranting about that. Okay. Uh, I do not believe Ohio State should be in. I don't care. They're 11 and 1. They, I think, I, I just, they got crushed at home in the biggest game of the year. Crushed. They do not deserve to be in the final four. But how does one game, but one game can't determine. It was the biggest game. So there are other two big wins, if you want to call them biggest. Notre Dame on the opening game of the season. Notre Dame's turned out to have four losses. Notre Dame lost to Marshall and Stanford. So, okay, they beat Notre Dame, who sucked this year, right? Okay. Their second biggest win is Penn State. Penn State got crushed by Michigan and lost, obviously, to Ohio State. Penn State beat nobody else good. So is Penn State even good? Do we even think the Big Ten is any good? Is Michigan any good? They only beat Ohio State. They played no other tough games. So Big Ten should not have two teams in. It's a shit conference. Always underperforms in the college football playoffs. And you know what? Sorry. Now, problem is USC had two losses. Clemson lost to South Carolina the week before, which gave, gave them two losses, even though they won the ACC. You had Tennessee, who got crushed by South Carolina. And then you had, obviously, Alabama already had two losses. So if any of those four teams had one loss, Ohio State would have been out. But because they all had two, Ohio State sneaks in. So it's Ohio State, Georgia, uh, and TCU, Michigan. And, uh, you know, the problem is, and I'm glad they're going to 12. So in two years, they go to 12 teams, Sarah. Okay. Which, listen, some people are concerned that it'll minimize or diminish some of the regular season games. I just think it needs to be 12. You don't really know how good these teams are. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, right now, Alabama's sitting on the sidelines, but I guarantee you the four teams that are in would not want to play Alabama. Alabama would be favored okay. to beat Michigan, would favor would be favored to beat TCU probably by 10, 11, and certainly would be favored over Ohio State. So – you're not really putting the four best teams in. You're for putting the four teams that had the best overall season. Um, but when it expands, you'll add eight more teams. And I think all those that should get in to a, to a playoff will get in. So, so that's my rant there. But it worked out. TCU is in. You know, I have a bias too. Good friends of ours. Son is the middle linebacker for TCU. So oh, was wow. Kind of, it was a little uh, – you know, bias there, but, uh, but rightly so they got the number three seed. They'll play Michigan, probably lose, but, uh, at least they're in, they deserve to be. What else? All right. Well, one so, last sports thing, cause a lot of people were going yeah. uh, back and forth with you here, you know, um, a baseball hall of fame. You yes. seem to want Barry Bonds in hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm telling you right now, and I don't say How this like these people cheat. I mean, they, they spend they, it years. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Everyone was cheating. And I know that's what about ism, but they played in an era. Everyone was doing it, right? Almost everyone. You don't know who was, who wasn't. They got you caught. You just say Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds got caught. 
Right, but Bonds was a Hall of Famer before the the steroid era even started. Barry Bonds was a Hall of Famer after eight seasons. He's the one of the greatest, if not the greatest, outfielder of all time. Roger Clemens was a I mean, you technically can't be a Hall of Famer pitching because you got to build up the wins and stuff. But Clems is a Hall of Famer. Oh, it's Clems. Sorry. Yeah. That's who. Okay, wait. Mark McGuire. Was Mark McGuire involved in steroid? No, Mark McGuire was not a Hall of Famer without the steroid ear. Right? So he should not be. Okay. Right? But you're saying. Sammy Sosa was not a Hall of Famer outside that window. Bonds was. Clemens is. End of story. I don't care if they cheated. They deserve to be in the hall, right? Just like Pete Rose deserves to be in the hall. Who cares he bet on baseball as a coach? Doesn't matter. He was the best player for years on the Cincinnati Reds. One of the best. There were several. Uh, 4,000 hits. He should be in. Okay, it's so a joke. People's... He's old, and I uh, – Keep going. I'm fired up. because I, And I get this vote. I, I I thought this vote was all writers. It's not. It's Hall it's Hall of Famers, baseball execs or whatever, or executive committee on the hall, and retired members of the writing committee. So it's 16 people. You need 12 votes. I don't know who voted for, for, for whom, but it's a joke. They're, they, they're Hall of Famers. Are you kidding me? So Ugh. wait, why why do people, people basically just disagree with you on a moral clause, right? Like, I mean, obviously Barry Bonds, like steroid use, all this like overshadowed their careers. And I mean, isn't it kind of like if you don't keep a line of like what's right and wrong, then I mean, down the future, players could do something even worse, but then they... They could be like in because, oh, hey, we made exceptions for Barry Bonds and Clemens. Don't you think you have to have some? It's like the Hall of Fame. Isn't that like a huge no. thing? I, I mean, you judge them based on. You don't think Clemens was pitching against people who were doing steroids that didn't get caught? Oh, I'm sure he was. Yeah. I'm OK, sure. you don't think Barry Bonds was hitting against pitchers who were doing steroids? Like, stop. Let's not be naive yeah. about this. You know, there's some studies that say 60, 70 percent of all players were using some form of performance enhancing drugs during that window. Right. Barry Bonds is absolutely a Hall of Famer. It's a joke. He's not in. It diminishes the hall. And end of story. End of story. Like, I will argue to I'm blue in the face with somebody on this. I know I could see on Twitter. Roger Clemens should be in the hall. One hundred percent. Barry Bonds should be in the hall. One hundred percent. Without a doubt. And by the way, it makes the Hall a joke, right? It it does. The fact that Barry Bonds is not in there diminishes everyone else who's in there. Well, but everybody knows why he's not in. I don't think that's like, it's not like it's a mystery. I mean, you know, I mean, everybody knows why those guys aren't in. And, you know, to your point, yeah, these other people were cheating. They didn't get caught. That, you know doesn't make it right, but they didn't get caught, which is why they're still there. Did anyone agree with you, by the way, on Twitter? I just saw people disagree. It's like Lance Armstrong. I don't care he cheated. Everyone was doping. (laughs) He was just better at it. So so if everyone was doping and he won six Tour de France's, 
Good for him. Not everybody. I mean, people on his team did quit because they didn't want to dope. Oh, I mean, stop. who? Yeah, who's the guy after him that you know? Yes, was he all outed righteous. him. That's right. And then he got caught. What was his name? Uh, uh, Lloyd. Um, oh my God, no, wasn't it something? It wasn't Lloyd. Um, I can't remember. But yeah, I know uh, who you're talking uh, about. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Anything else for sports before? We have a big political day, right? Big runoff in Georgia today. Yeah, it's a blowout. Warnock's going to win by five to seven. Herschel's okay. the worst candidate to maybe ever run for Senate. Another Trump-endorsed total disaster of a candidate. The fact that Trump is even running around people aren't it's just do you think anybody cares though don't you think don't you think there's no media hype around him anymore do you think with trump i mean yes news outlets are still covering him but my fear is he could my fear is he could still win a primary he still has 30 percent of the you know trumpers who just ignore everything he's ever done and will still vote for him it's like a cult and you know i listen i argue with someone almost every day he says DeSantis is weak and not going to run and afraid of Trump because he doesn't condemn what Trump says. He doesn't react to everything Trump says. And I, you know, jokingly say, you're an idiot because DeSantis doesn't need to right now. Why would he engage Trump when Trump says something stupid? Or let Trump is sinking himself, having Fuentes and Kanye at the oh, thing, so saying, saying, let's tear up the Constitution. Why would DeSantis react to Trump saying he's going to tear up the Constitution? Everyone else is crushing Trump about that. DeSantis doesn't need to engage because Trump is destroying himself. Right. And by the way, he's not even a candidate yet. And he's running a state. He actually has a real job. So. When and if he decides to run and he's an official candidate for president, then he will compare and contrast himself to Trump and the other candidates because there's going to be many. Nikki Haley, potentially. By the way, Pence, go away. Absolutely. The guy is a total phony weasel. Like, I've seen po- all called, his- He's a politician, lifelong I politician. I saw most of his interviews. He's afraid to condemn. Now, here's a guy who was in the Trump administration has an obligation to actually condemn and contradict and refute what Trump has done and said. And he still won't cross that line. He like, he, he like dances around, he dips his toe in. Oh, uh, no, bye-bye, Pence. You have no shot. Your political career is over. Go away, okay? Nikki Haley, potentially, you have, you know, you know, DeSantis, you have some others, you know, who, 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 who are good. I hope it's a one-on-one. Like my concern is that you have a Nikki Haley, a Larry Hogan, you know, a DeSantis, oh, Glenn Youngkin, and several, Glenn Youngkin and several others. Trump is going to keep that core 20, 20, whatever that number is. And that's what concerns me is that he's, you know, everyone else is going to split the vote. You know, to me, I'm sorry. And listen, it turned out the Dems were wrong. Because they thought Trump was a joke and Hillary would just crush Trump. But they did, in essence, you had Sanders, who ran a very, very good primary campaign against Hillary. But in the end, they were pretty much coalescing around Hillary, right? 
I think they just need to coalesce around DeSantis and say, and DeSantis needs to pick Nikki Haley as his VP. Oh, really? I say no. Don't you feel like he goes for a conservative person of color? She's, I mean, she's very conservative. She's she is she is oh, a person of color. That is that's right. That's right. She is what she is. Um, I always forget. What is she? I can't remember. Uh, she is. I don't know. Right. She's not Native American. Does she does she have Native American descent? There, she, I, I know. She she does. She might, but um, I know. Let me look. I'll look up God, Nikki Haley's. I, I, yeah, um, I don't want to guess because I don't. I don't really remember exactly where her family's from. But um, I'll look it up. Santa's Haley, boom, done. Run against Trump. Oh, so, she's Indian. Indian parents. Indian. Yes. But wait, wait, wait. What did you think of, um, you know, President Biden insider says that he is going to announce he's going to run for reelection after the holiday. You think there's any. He should. Listen, he's 100, but clearly no one cares. Uh, I mean, listen, he's going to be he's diminished now, I think, honestly. Anyone at that age just is right. And could you imagine another five years from now, three years from now? I mean, gosh. It's going to be in a. Do we think he run? I mean, and and don't you think if he announces his, although anything can happen, but do you think Kamala Harris stays as his VP? Yes, he's not going to replace her. Listen, the VP position doesn't matter much. You know, it only matters. Well, it kind of matters I, in this, right? Yeah, she, I mean, when you have an eighty-two-year-old running, yes, I guess it does matter a little bit more. But um, to me, it's the only way she becomes president. If he is president and God forbid something happened to her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think she would I don't she think can't she could carry it otherwise. She, she no, cannot no. she would get absolutely destroyed. Like Oh, I don't yeah. know who I don't think anyone well, I'm sure people would disagree with but, you. But, but uh, yeah, I, that I don't I don't think Trump has any shot to become president. I know people have said that four years ago or six years ago, whatever it is now, but I truly don't believe he does. But I still think he has a shot to win the primary. It's just the way the system works, the way they roll out the states. Uh, you are seeing some very traditional conservative inside polling showing DeSantis has taken a lead over Trump, even in the state-by-state state primary. So in Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, Georgia, some other places. Maybe as Trump continues to bury himself, hopefully there are some charges. Uh Mm. We'll see. Doesn't we'll look see. like a lot. Okay. Um. Wait a minute, though. I wanted to also ask you. What did you think of this week? You know, I, I don't know. It's a, it, I read more about it, and then I don't think it's as big a deal as it is. But this whole Elon Musk essentially exposing Twitter executives in 2020, um, censoring. You know, there's a yeah. series of emails censoring Hunter Biden's laptop. Exposing yeah, that was going on. We we knew that was a conservative effort from the liberal tech world now in a lot uh, of the articles they claim conservatives do it too that over the years trump's administration that for many years go you know since social media has started all administrations are in communication with these big tech heads saying this story isn't true or they're arguing te- but, you know, I, again maybe maybe not but i think there's no denying that the facebook's the twitter executives and rank and file, those who make these types of decisions are probably eight to two liberal versus conservative, right? I mean, it's just, that's just the way it is. Like in so-called mainstream press, they're more liberal. Um, 
listen, I don't care about Hunter Biden, unless there's some clear evidence that Joe Biden was somehow involved or benefited. Uh, I mean, listen, since when does a son of a president matter to this degree? I think this is just noise. And okay. I think it's, it's, I think it's Republican mistake noise. They're going to spend time investigating Hunter. There's going to be nothing there. Uh, it's just wasteful instead of focusing on some other things. Uh, it's just, you know, it's like Pelosi's husband. Who cares? No right. one cares. Right. It's just, it's just typical dumb Republican. And they wonder why they lose Georgia elections. Think about that. The Republicans are going to lose the Georgia Senate race two consecutive times when they had a governor who crushed Stacey Abrams. Think about that. That shows you how bad of a candidate Herschel Walker was. Yeah. I mean, at least Arizona, the two Senate candidates are Democratic. The governor, I believe, is Republican. But like that state is very purple. Georgia, I guess, is purple, but not based on the governor's race. I mean, kept one going away. You should not have two democratic senators from the state of georgia mm -hmm. you're doing something wrong there and um you know you should have a senator from pennsylvania at least being one republican you should have one maybe from arizona I, just the republicans had terrible candidates right listen to trump uh you know now like <clears throat> I do agree that the Republican leadership outside of DeSantis, because he's not Republican leadership, he's the governor of Florida right now. He's presumed to potentially be someone who could take the reins of the Republican Party based on his politics, based on his crushing of, of Scott in Florida. Uh, but right now he's not. So, the problem you have is the Republican leadership just is is unwilling to challenge Trump or what he says or what he does. And they just let him get away with it. And they don't like to mention him by name. They they, they beat around the bush. They dip their toe in. And um, I mean, McConnell said that somebody who embraces anti-Semitism can never be president and yada, yada, yada. And maybe they're working hard behind the scenes to ensure are they he, yeah i know it's like but are they uh who knows yeah the, no i the, agree the, it's crazy but neither party has any moral standards right they you know if 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 it's just a matter of winning because it because it keeps them in power it gets them the supreme court nominees if there is an opening it gets them the judges uh you know that's more important to to, to these individuals than I think the Democratic. Well, I think in the past couple of years, the Democratic parties at least had more moral standing. I mean, you know, I like politics is politics. I agree to some extent, like both these parties do all these things. It's like, you know, insider trading, you know, all these senators come in, they're not millionaires. They leave multimillionaires because they can basically get stock. You know, they all do. They, yeah. I mean, they all do a lot of the stuff. I, I do think at least in the past couple of years, you've seen, I think more of a high, higher moral ground from the Democrats, but politics is politics. It's not like I'm giving them a ton of credit, but I yeah, do think. I, I don't, I don't disagree with that. I, 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 you know, 
Because I think at least they've stood up for, you know, the craziness of January 6th. I think they've, you know, and, and yeah, I mean, look, I mean, we saw it in this midterm election. Thank God. The American yeah, people the valued democracy. After, they, the, way, the way they went after some of the Supreme Court nominees was just, to me, very questionable. Well, I don't think, I mean, look, I'm not saying that the Democrats are like, I mean, yeah, they're all, it's politics. It's like the worst But I will game. say Biden is a much higher level candidate yeah. with, 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 I believe, much stronger morals than certainly Trump, you know? I, I Listen, I think DeSantis, I don't know DeSantis's morals. I, you know, I, don't, I don't know him well enough, or, nor have I seen him, you know, well enough to know, you know, Seems like a solid family man. I have no idea, but um, we'll see. I think it's going to be interesting. I just, the Republicans need to rid themselves of that. I'm going to call it a stench. Listen, he served his purpose, winning in, in 16, shockingly winning in 16. You know, you got the court is in our favor, his favor, their favor. Uh I mean, he would have, like we've talked about, he would have won in 2020 if he wasn't such and, a fucking... And, and I think his some of his overarching policies were actually what we needed at the time. Uh, and so I think that's what people still hold on to, right? They're still holding on to that part of it. But I do think Trump had some sort of policy agenda then. I'm not sure he does now. I think right now it's just about Trump. Um, and, and, and he's clearly moved more more into dangerous territory with national white nationalism anti-semitism excuse me uh, radical positions on the constitution election denying you know he, he, that wasn't trump when he ran right it just wasn't right nor was it nor was it when he governed probably at least for the first three years. And you and I have said a hundred times, if it wasn't for COVID, I think he gets reelected. It seems like something literally snapped. And maybe he was this person all along, but he just truly could not believe he lost in his mind. He right. Just, he, at, no matter what. And listen, I do think the Russian investigation was misguided, uh, you know, and took away some of, you know, what maybe he could have accomplished. I think the first impeachment was, or was not, I think that was misguided. So, and the second one, certainly, I think should have been impeached. I actually think they should have waited. Like we said, even till the fact that he was after the January 6th committee would have released a report. And I think they could have in, 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 re, I think, I believe you could, could, they could have impeached him now. Mm -hmm. Right. Which might have held maybe you would have got 60 senators to vote and therefore he could not have run again, I believe. So anyway. Uh, uh, yeah. What else? Anything else? No, no, no. I just again. Yeah, well, so so the Debs lot 51 to 49, which is a big deal because, you know. They're, now they're only they only need to convince either Manchin or Siena from Arizona on certain policies or like pieces of legislation uh, rather than two. They were never going to get both of them. Now they only need to get one to, to guarantee 50 votes, which, which, you know, won't, won't. but they don't have the house. So we'll right. See. 
but I'm not sure McCarthy could keep the House in check with such a slim margin. Uh, uh, last thing, Carrie Lake. Also, um, you know, they finalized, obviously, obviously the governor of Arizona results. Um, she yep. says she's going to sue. I mean, again, do yeah, you, I feel like there's no real focus on that either. Do you? I don't, no. 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 Exactly. She lost, which is good. Um, Trump will probably pick her as the VP. <laughs> yeah, right. Who knows? Yeah, whatever. So, I mean, again, just not a good candidate. Um, I'm not sure the person she beat is a good candidate either. But there's difference between good and bad candidates from a policy standpoint versus character, election denying, anti-constitution. Um, you know, these people think they're pro-America, but yet they're anti-rule anti-election, anti, you know, following what truly occurs. And that's where I, they lose me a hundred percent. So. Um, all right, Patrick, I know we kind of have to go. You, you're a busy guy today. Any, any <laughs> last um, things? No, I, right. I think, um, got a couple more weeks before the holidays. Yes. It's a festive time of year. You know, I think, you When's know, our holiday party? I feel like the email went out. When 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 are we having? Uh, a... We're having a co- uh, holiday cocktail party uh, next Tuesday. Are you we fly in? What are we serving alcohol? Maybe if we're serving, are we serving alcohol or no? Yes, we're serving. What? Alcohol. This is a new one. I feel like in the past couple of years we have done a sober. Uh, the last, the last, well, I think since I so we usually have done the two lunch, well, lunch yeah. slash evening. So, like, usually we roll out a bunch of nice catered food in the station around 11, 30, 12, and then again around 3, 3.30 for the evening crew. We're in this brand new building. We got a great rooftop uh, overlooking the city. I just thought it was time to do something a little different. Hopefully some people from the morning come back. You know, I don't know what kind of turnout we're going to have, but uh, we are going to serve some sort of Christmas holiday breakfast for the early, early crew. That's great. And then we're going to have a seven to nine food, past hors d'oeuvres, a couple cocktails. and uh, All right. You know we're what? bringing it back at Fox 5. This is great. Okay. Well, hopefully we don't yeah, end I up. Think, uh... I, th- I think it's what we need. You know, again, yes. I hope some morning people come back. I know they go home. They don't want to come back, which, which I get. But I just felt like it was time to do something, you know. Where you have music upstairs, couple cocktails. Yes. Okay. Well, hopefully we don't. Don't you think? Don't you agree? Yes. If I were there, I'd be partaking in all the cocktails. I love it. I agree. I I love it. All right. Where do people follow you? Uh, Patrick GM Fox Five DC. Done. Okay. We'll see you next week, Patrick. Bye, Bye. Bye, sir. Bye.